way better roll. <laughs> like, love it. I'm like, <laughs> Ready? Okay. This is Haley. And this is Bailey. You're listening to Unleashed. So I decided that I'm officially dragging Haley to a Pilates class, and she's gonna love it. Maybe it's really enticing when your but... last one was like, "Oh my gosh, this guy was so swole and he was sweating." <laughs> like that sounds like a great time. That is true, but Pilates is so fun. Honestly, like I love it. Okay, except that class was intense. I don't even know what those little machines like. How? They're, yeah, you, you'll get it after. What like, is Pilates class. essentially? For I mean, you have yoga, Pilates goat yoga i don't know you had all these different types of exercise stretches but what is it what is pilates i mean i don't know the google definition (laughs) (laughs) bailey google it (laughs) i don't know the google definition is it just more like toning okay my definition of it is i just feel like from my experience (laughs) from bailey's pilates (laughs) is that i just feel like i get really toned because it works on muscles that like in any other workout class i never feel like i get yeah, see, I'm like super only about weightlifting, but I know that's not always the case for toning. Like, I know that's not. Yeah, I feel like it just targets certain muscles when you're doing it because it's on a reform. I do reformer Pilates. It's probably resistance. Isn't it resistance training more so? You're asking me questions that I, I don't really know the answers to, nor do I want on a <laughs> podcast because I don't know. Don't worry about it. All right, <laughs> we can just, you know, next, next, Evito. <laughs> You know, speaking of yoga, it's very relaxing and I have a hard time. Relaxing? Yeah, relaxing. Do you, does anyone really know how to relax? That's a good question. I do feel like I have a pretty hard time relaxing. I do feel like I've been really the last like two weeks, not that long. I before too, but I definitely for a little while wasn't spending a lot of time doing like something to relax. And I feel like Pilates for me is that place where I just completely disconnect. I don't look at my phone for an hour. It's just time. An hour? 45 minutes, but same, same. What? 45 minutes. I don't look at my phone. <laughs> you can always pause. But for 45 minutes, I don't look at my phone and I feel it's a time like I actually can relax, even though like it's a hard workout. It, I don't know. I just feel like it's a time Do I just Do you eat I... before? No. We're really getting to this Pilates. Haley is stressing that I'm bringing her to Pilates class. <laughs> See, guys, I really cannot relax. <laughs> I just, I know that yoga and this is more of like a meditation and that is like more about finding your inner chi. That's definitely a, a relaxing thing but I I remember growing up thinking meditation was you cannot think about anything like it's like a oh no there's like music on during no like actually that's the opposite meditation is more of like a you focus your brain on just like a particular yeah. topic you don't try to go blank or otherwise you're never I don't even think that's possible for me no it's not either I literally will ask Evan when we're driving I'll be like what are you thinking about he's like nothing I'm like what that's not possible I, that's what I say but he says it is Trust me, ask more. Bryce will always, without a doubt, will tell me what he's looking at is what he's thinking. I'm like, there's no way you're thinking about that Audi. There's no way. I'm thinking I mean, sometimes about- there is, but I mean. I can't not think of anything. But I do think it's also also really hard. I don't know. If- for me, I feel like for both of us kind of to relax because I think a lot of people will use social media to aimlessly oh, yeah. scroll yeah. or like stuff like that where for us when we're like scrolling, we're thinking of work. Yeah, I just feel like it's it makes me think of work and oh, I should do that or I'm not doing this enough or I should be doing that or blah, 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 blah. What is that face? Looked up screen time averaging on my phone. What is it? What is yours? This is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. <laughs> you first. No, you first. I went first last time. What? With the number seven hours. <laughs> wow, it's pretty close. Six hours and thirty-eight minutes. When I was telling my mom that, she was like, "Well, that makes sense. That's your guys' job." When I was yeah. telling her my screen time, she was, "Well, what?" So if you click on app, it, if you oh. click on see all activity, 
What's your number one most used app? For the week, my messages, Instagram was the top, 13 hours. And then messages were 11 hours. Wow. Mine, 16 hours for Instagram. But what was your total? For total screen time? 49 hours. Mine's 46 hours, 28 minutes. This is really perspective. This is a perspective check. But my mo- my least used day, mine's Sunday always. I think, well, this last time is Sunday because I always take Sunday off. Mine is Wednesday, which is really weird because I, mine is, my most used day is Sunday. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, it's interesting, but I think it also really depends on like what you're doing. And that's actually something I've been trying to work more on is be more present, just be more present. But also if I'm going to take a day off of social media, like actually taking the day off, putting my phone down, like we went to the lake in Nashville and yeah, I wanted to get stuff, but I was like, you know what? That's not my main focus today. My dad took videos and I used like that stuff to make it real, but I literally put my phone away and I wasn't on it all day. And it was so nice. I like actually relaxed. Like I laid back. I was like wake surfing and it wasn't like I was wake surfing to get a video. You know, like sometimes me and you will go out and we'll do a photo shoot and that's more like intentional take photos where sometimes I think when you're sharing your life on social media, let's say we go to Disneyland. It's super easy for both of us, which we did, to go into and be like, let's make sure we get this photo. Let's make sure we get this real because we're sharing our life. And I think sometimes being able to step out of that, even when you're on vacation, like when you went to Paris, I'm sure you took a lot of content and I'm sure you also stepped out of it. But like even when I went to Europe, certain days I was like, I'm literally not taking a video. I am living in today. There's no stories. I'm just enjoying. Yeah, you just have to, you, and it's, you have to make conscious effort to get off your phone because I don't think people realize. I mean, obviously looking at the time, log of how long I'm on my phone it's so easy to fill unnecessary time passing time picking up your your phone phone. that's something I want to start doing more of is instead of picking my phone I want to pick up a book yeah pick up a book or even just say on my present just like not being on your phone I literally just got on my iPad though so that might (laughs) still screen time but (laughs) it takes a long time to form those little habits but it it's crazy what what those little things can do because it just shapes so much and I think a lot of our abilities to be able to relax can come from just even being off our phones yeah. because it How fills you, our brain with all of these things. All these ideas that we need to do or we're slacking or we need to do this. Yeah, or, or like even that. just like stresses. Like you see natural disasters. I mean, you watch the news. You watch the news for five minutes yeah. and it's just never good. It's How never do you good. relax? I think for me, relaxing is I love to do little crafts. I like to make flower arrangements. I just got like a new piece of furniture I'm, I want to completely redo, which is fun for me. That's not a normal thing, but just anything that does not involve being on my on my phone. And I mean, I don't mean for the, that wasn't supposed to be the main point of today's podcast. So it just kind of came that way. And it is. But I mean, I, I don't know. I really just like to take time and just breathe. It's just... I never do that. What about you? I feel like Pilates is definitely a huge thing for me that I enjoy. Watch me love Pilates. Yeah, I I hope you do. That'd be so fun. Pilates is definitely a big one for me because I just love it so much and it's a good time for me to disconnect and I don't bring my phone and I also feel like good after, which I think is a huge thing, but I also really enjoy the beach and something I've like really recently been doing is when I'm out because my phone's actually died almost every time recently, but I've gone like I bring a beach chair and I watch Evan kite and I literally just sit there like not music because I usually will put music on. That's my, because I love music, but like I just sit there and I watch him kind of, you know, think about, I don't know, just like think and enjoy myself or like go on a beach walk. Instead of sitting there on my phone, a lot of times I'll go to the beach and I'll just work because we're at the beach so much where lately I've been taking certain days to go and just like literally sit in my own thoughts. And it's been such a good way to relax. 
Yeah, when I was living in a hotel, we would go to the beach every night. And that was just like how I would decompress. It was really interesting too, because my heart rate drastically dropped. That's so like interesting. went down. Like my resting heart rate was usually like 78 to 87, which is pretty high apparently for a resting heart rate. But when we were by the beach, it ranged from like 58 to 67. It was like really low. And so there's something calming about the water. So I love that you use the beach to help relax you. It is such a different experience. So do you on that kind of, do you like doing things usually alone to relax or do you like doing stuff with somebody? Both. Do you like being alone? I'm used to being alone. Does that make sense? I don't know if I, I, I like it sometimes, but I don't, I'm not opposed to being with people if it's like Bryce or like you or like family, friends. Yeah. I definitely do like my alone time. I think it's, I've been alone a lot lately just because since I've moved, I haven't really branched out. And with the pandemic, that really kind of inhibited me from branching out and making friends. And I also wasn't in the mindset of making friends. But as I've gotten older, I realize it's good to have friends. But at the same time, I've learned to be okay with being alone. Do you by feel myself. lonely when you're alone? No. You, you, you don't feel lonely. You feel. I, as of last few months, I probably have gotten more lonely because I've realized that I like having friends. Because I feel yeah. like I'm really hitting this. Yeah, you really uh, are. Right <laughs> now, like, and no, I, usually, 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 it's usually you, and I really just like rolling. I see it in your eyes. Oh my gosh. Um, no, I think that it's just it's one thing to be lonely, and I'm not lonely. I think I just crave being around people who care. <laughs> Do you like being alone? Um, I think. Wait, no, we're not going back to me. Where yeah, we, we are. are. No, we are going. No, we're not. <laughs> you were just getting open. What, would, what did you end with before I said that? Um, you said you're people who care. Yeah. Have you been able to find people that care? Because I think a lot of people will resonate with that. No. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> it's, it, I mean, we, we talk about how in a, in a couple podcasts, how it's so hard making friends and finding people you really just like mesh with. And I mean, you don't have to find that soulmate friend to like really hang out with. You don't have to have that. But even just finding people to like hang out with and get together with and just like laugh and joke and just have a good time. It's it's far and few between because everybody's in such different phases of life. And especially when Bryce and I don't have a consistent landing spot right now. I mean, we have our home base, but we aren't home enough to really it's hard and everybody's and hard mean, for people to understand. I mean, you get that. You guys are always on the road. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm sure it's hard for you guys to maintain certain friendships and stuff like that. But they're understanding, I guess. Yeah, it depends who you meet, too. I think that's something in our first episode of the season is talking about how being on the go is like such a different lifestyle. And I think that really comes into friendships, too, because one, it's hard if you're living in a hotel for two months. Like, what, how are you going to meet people? You know, even if you do, how do you keep that connection? And, you know, actually to build a friendship because friendships don't build just like that. Yeah, no, it's true. And, and it's different when you're with, I love being with Bryce. Like, it's just like, I always want to be with him. And I asked him, I was just love being together. And he's like, yeah, I love it. It's so fun. He's like, but I like my time alone. And I was like, what? You don't want to be with me all the time? And he's like, no, 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 that's not what I meant. He's just like, it's just nice for me to be able to have time for myself. And I was like, at first I was kind of offended. Fine, go be alone. <laughs> But then he, but then I was like, okay, no, that makes sense. It's good to have. It's like, good for him to miss you time. too. Yeah, and exactly. come back to with whatever you he, say that. whatever he thinks about when that time alone, or whatever he does, he can come back and tell you about it. And that's something. I, it doesn't mean you have to be apart for like ever. You know what I mean? But like for even a few hours, like even like going when he maybe goes out to work or whatever, and coming back and be like, this happened today. Yeah. Or this happened. Oh, I went and I spent time with my whatever. Like maybe you went to the beach alone, and you're like, you know, when I was at the beach alone, I thought of this. 
And it is a different experience than when you go and you sit with Bryce. It's just like when Evan and I go and sit at the beach versus when Evan's out kiting and I'm sitting yeah. at the beach or whatever. Yeah. I have a different experience because if someone's there, it's easy to just talk to them. It's true. You don't sit in your own thoughts or you don't go it's on so that true. walk alone. Or Yeah. Well, when I was in Paris, Bryce got sick and I had to have dinner. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to go out to dinner then, I guess, by myself. And that was huge for me because I've never actually gone out to dinner. And it was like a sit-down dinner by myself. And I did it because I was like, I love I'm going to try this. And it was really enjoyable. Now, granted, would I want to do it every night? No way. But it was a good experience for me to be able to push myself to try and have dinner alone. And I wish I got more opportunities like that where I could take myself out to dinner alone. But I'm like, I where you're put in that position that you almost have to push yourself because it's exactly. not something that's quite in your comfort zone, I don't think, nor yeah. is it in mine. But if it's like a situation where you don't really have a choice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he's sick. Obviously yeah. He can't go. But if he like could come, I'm like, well, yeah, come along. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So now spinning the question back to you, do you like being alone? I feel like I used to not like being alone and I enjoy it to an extent right now. I think we're so busy that when I do get a chance just to like decompress for a second it's really nice but I end up filling that time really quick like if I'm alone like it's like I'm getting work done or I'm doing something it's not like I don't feel like I sit and just like hang out with myself as much yourself enjoy yeah Um, not even enjoy just be bored yeah so yes but I also love people being around but I also feel my social battery gets full really quick you know when I first met Evan I remember him being like I love my alone time and I remember Bryce said that you were like and I remember being like what we're now, get it, like we live together, we're always together. When we travel, it's, we're, it's not like we're going to a nine to five. I work from home on the go, he's kiting. So like we're together all day. So like I do also respect the time where it's, he enjoys to go do his thing or like go to the gym or whatever it is. And I get to do my thing because it's good for us yeah. to also have our own things. And I think it's hard to, like, especially early on, you're like, oh, you for me, it was like, you want to be without me where now it's like okay like it's good for us yeah, it's, it's good really for good. me to sit in my thoughts yeah. if he's out kiting or whatever it is whatever totally. the situation is it's I'm good just- to have two separate things you guys like to do too because then yeah. it also gives you something to talk about. to bring into yeah. the relationship to talk about exactly yeah. like i told bryce uh, probably a couple weeks ago because he loves to fly he loves to fly airplanes and i've never actually flown with him because terrifying but i don't know if i'll ever be able to fly with you and that was a goal i had for this year was i remember that go up flying with him but I was thinking about how I think it would be a pretty miserable experience for me because I would get air sick I think with how small the planes are I get I would get super bad vertigo and I don't think that that would be a good experience for me and he was saying I don't think it would be a bad idea if you never came flying with me at least not until you feel like you're ready because sometimes my fears or my things that I have happened to me can get pushed onto him and he doesn't want his passion for flying to be stopped by something because I'm worried and he was like I don't want that and I want you to feel comfortable doing it and I was like that's good and I'm like yeah I'm like it's good that you're okay with me not being involved in that hobby or whatever because a lot of people like to share their hobbies I think which is nothing's wrong with that but it was good that he was able to like kind of put that into like its own thing without it being personal. Yeah, for sure. I feel like that was something I remember when I first met Evan. I was like, you know, a lot of kiters or sailors like end up dating within the sailing world. And I was like, don't you want to date a kiter or a sailor? And he was like, no. He was like, I want you to come, like, I want us to have our things and come in and talk about it. I see that more now, like this is gonna be a short version of it, but I see it more now where our lives are now together, but we have different parts that we bring in where if I was out kiting with him every day, like, he wouldn't be able to focus on his own thing, like, with me out there. Like, even me just recently learning, people are like, do out all the time. I'm like, no, because he's going to worry about me. 
And he's already said that. He's like, if you're on the water, I'm going to be thinking about you. I barely can keep myself afloat. So obviously he's going to be like, is she okay? Um, like, <laughs> I can do it a little. I got it, guys. I'm just- <laughs> That's his thing. And like, I love that I can do it a little just for like fun. If we ever were like on a trip and we wanted to go out and I can like at least keep myself alive for like a little. But I also get why it's like, that's his thing. Like when he goes on the water, that is his time to just have him time. When he needs to go to a training camp or do these things, it's not like we need to go as a couple. Maybe I go when I'm at home and I'm cooking food and we're working as a team in that way. But he also, we have our own things too. And I think that, but I think when you're in a relationship, finding that balance, it's, you go through different phases. At the very beginning, it's one phase. And then like later in, it's like a different phase. And you kind of find your balance. And I think you start to learn more what you need too. Maybe you need more alone time than you did. It's called or- um, JOMO, <laughs> the joy of missing out or the or FOMO. I mean, there's opposites, but like sometimes it's good to not go and do something that someone else is doing. It's the joy of missing out. Yeah, no, that's I have. I don't know if I've heard that one. I've only Jomo? heard yeah. Have you heard of FOMO? Yeah, I've heard of FOMO. I just said yeah, yeah. The, it's the opposite. It's the joy of missing out. Like someone cancels plans and you're like, yay, or I'm not going. It's fine. And then you're like relieved because you don't have to like leave or whatever. I think that's like an introvert thing too. Yeah, I'm sure. I, yeah, I was gonna say, do you really get FOMO? I think it, sometimes I I could, but it just depends. Oh yes, yes I do. I found out my parents were going on a trip with my sister. Soon? Yeah. Um, they're planning one, but only Bryce and I have ever traveled with my parents alone. And so- Where are they and, going? Uh, I don't know. They were talking about Hawaii, but oh. then the, some things got messed up because of the fires. But I think they're still planning it. I don't know. Um, they actually talked about Florida, oh, too. Yeah. I was like, well, Bryce is like, what if we just showed up? Mike, we weren't invited. <laughs> I get that though. Like I feel like if my parents, I mean, I don't. Yeah, but I feel like, like, hello, where's my invite? I know, right? I was like, we're, we're the the traveling couples with my yeah. parents. I'm like, and now my sister. I'm like, maybe that's just me being a little. What is it? Possessive of my parents? I don't know. That's like a me thing I have to work through. I guess. No, I feel like there. I mean, I think anybody's gonna go at one point. Be like, oh, I wish I was invited to that, or oh, I wish I was yeah. there, or oh, that looked really fun, or, yeah. you know, I think that's a pretty yeah. normal thing to I think that experience. a lot of that could have stemmed back from when I was a kid. I mean, I, I told you, what was it, a couple weeks ago, that I remember when I was a little girl, and all the, this this kid would come in, and they handed out birthday invitations to all the people, and then I didn't get one. It's just like those things that, like, and then you realize, you, you learn to cope with that, the, the uninvitation, and I think that you learn that that's okay. And then when you do get invited to stuff, you don't know how to react. Yeah, I can see that because you're. Yeah, I feel like you build you up. You invite wall. me to stuff all the time. I'm like, wait, what? I'm like, is this for real? Or is this just like an empty invite? I'm like, that's not Bailey. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> do you find yourself getting FOMO right now? Where I'm at, no. I really think that comes down to how busy we are, though. Yeah, you're like, please leave me out. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm so busy. FOMO. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But at certain stages, yeah, I think it really depends where we are. Like, I'm sure when we're at home and we have a house and we're, you know, like, maybe you have a little more free time and then people are doing stuff and you're not getting invited. But, like, I'm not home. So, like, it's hard. Like, I get when I don't get an invite. Like, not in a bad way. Yeah, you have have a lot of commitments and there's not a lot you can really narrow down to because they're all very important. So, I can understand why you're like, yeah, no, FOMO? No, I'm good. (laughs) Right now. I mean, I'm in high school. Yeah. Whatever phase of life you're in, you'll learn that JOMO or FOMO will kick in at some point. I'm sure my mom has FOMO like crazy. Like, anytime something is planned, she has to be a part of it. And I'm just, we're just like, okay, well, remember, mom's going to want to come or she's going to feel left out. So we have to make sure that she can do it. And I get that. I mean, as a parent, I'm sure you just want to be involved in every aspect of your kid's life. So it's just one of those things. But I, I also think it comes back to this fact that she just cares so much that it's like, it just like can also inhibit life a little bit when you just have that 
You want to be a part of everything. Yeah, we want to be a part of everything. Yeah. And I was I was even telling you, we've talked about this often. You care so much, it's hard to not be so committing to so many things and to be able to take time for yourself and relax and all those things. I'm just like, how can you just not care so much? (laughs) It's good to have like a healthy balance of caring and not caring, I think. I know, right? I feel like I overly care though. It probably affects you in ways that you wish it didn't. Like I get frustrated because I'm like, I care about them so much. But it's like, I can't, I can't overextend myself. A lot of people I think overextend themselves to the point where they get burnt out. I think that's where you learn boundaries. That's something like I learned so much when I did step back and realize like the people that were in my life in college um, that are no longer part of my life where I was, I need to step back and like these people, like I just can't have in my life anymore because I found myself in college being so burnt out and realizing like the people I was putting energy into were not the people that I should be. And that's where I started to kind of learn boundaries and, you know, with friendships, even with like my lifestyle now, I feel like I'm pretty, you can tell me this if I am, but I think I'm pretty straightforward about it where I'm like, this is my lifestyle. If you have a hard time with it, I respect that, but I want you to know it's hard for me too. Mm -hmm. There's other, I love it. But you have to, like, I will show up as best I can and I will always be working on being a better friend during this lifestyle because I'm learning. I'm learning how to be a good friend when I'm home two months out of the year or whatever. Yeah, that Um, makes sense. But I feel like I had to learn that from going through really bad friendships to then getting here and then wanting to maintain really good friendships that I have. But living a it's very good that different you put lifestyle. those boundaries and expectations out there, though, with the lifestyle you and Evan have created, because you do live in RV, because you do travel a lot, because you've—I mean, that's how your life is. Has that helped you kind of embrace you being alone and being able to enjoy that more? Because I mean, you're not your family is traveling with you. I mean, you're not like in an Airbnb. I mean, you go to Nashville every now and then, but the majority of the time, I think you'd say you're alone. Has this? Would you think this lifestyle has helped promoted that, or do you think you have done that yourself? It's. I think that the lifestyle has a lot to do with it. I think if I was near my parents, I would just like, oh, I'm bored. Oh, I'm alone. I just go to their house. Mm-hmm. If I was near a friend, I'd be like, hey, like, you want to just come over, like, have coffee or like do something. And it's easier to fill that space when those people are around first when you are alone and you don't know as many people because even when I was in Europe when I met people when I was alone I'd be like oh let's go do something just because it's easier to do not easier but it's oh like might as well go hang out with somebody first when you're in a situation where you don't really have that choice as much I think it promotes or pushes you to be alone more and I think that has pushed me to like enjoy that time a little more but I definitely even moving forward this the rest of the year I really want to use that time that I am alone to not just work and to read and to do things that like even though I do a little of it I want to like make that time a little more intentional versus just filling it with work or being on your phone yeah I saw this thing that said if there's a there's beauty and and not being on your phone and letting yourself be bored and I was gonna say what can we suggest to people that they do to help them be bored essentially like what can they do to to not fill their time with on being on their phone or you know constantly being in a hustle or working I mean people make their whole life their job or their career whatever it is and how can they take time to actually not make that their whole yeah I don't know if be bored is well is like the same thing I'm gonna say for me not filling that time with my phone or with something else is really the intention that I want to grow. Instead of just filling that time with something that maybe is work or scrolling or doing something that's not really helping me in that moment where I could put a little more intention into it or thought behind it, I think it's motivating for me to do that because I want to become a better version of myself because I don't want to have anxiety because I want to change So in those moments, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to sit here and be bored and think about what can I do next? What can be something that's like pushing me? What instead of like 
just sitting there and scrolling through my phone and thinking of different work ideas, I'm going to sit here and take the time for myself because this is going to help me show up better in my relationship, in work, and all these things. And I think for me, being bored or taking time off of it really comes from that motivation of for me to work on myself. But I think if I didn't have that motivation, when I'm bored, I'd be like, well, what do I think about? Like, where, what am I doing? Where for me, I like give it a direction. And I think that helps me at least. But what do you think? I think that a lot of the time, Bryce and I at the end of the day will be like, oof, we're so exhausted. And just like being able to lay down, just casually like no obligations, just scroll on our phone and watch some funny reels. That's so fun. But I think also taking that time to like, I love playing games. I think that's so fun. Making intentional time because you don't realize what can happen when you actually allow yourself to be present. And a lot of our stresses, like you said, you don't want to be filled with anxiety. I love that. As a lot of these things, like your dad was saying, you know, the best way to help your anxiety is to, to focus on what you can and can't control. I mean, that's essentially what anxiety is, is, you know, the fear of losing control. And when you realize what you can and can't control, easier said than done, it's obvious, but you, you start to re- relinquish unnecessary powers you think you have And it's like, I can't control this. And you know what? Realize your influence over the situation. Do you have an actual influence over whatever is making you anxious? And a lot of that can come from filling our minds with needless things. It's funny you said that because recently I actually was having really bad anxiety for a few days. And then one day, like middle of my like, I was having anxiety. I was kind of overwhelmed. I looked at Evan and I was like, you know what? I really just want to do a date night. Like I want to stop. I want to eat sushi in bed. I want to watch suits and I just want to hang out, like talk and then watch our show. And he was like, I love this idea. You go to Pilates, work out, reset. I'm going to go pick us up dinner. You can come back, shower and watch our show together. And we literally laughed and had the best time. And I like all night, I was the best thing ever. And it was so simple, but I could have just gone to bed that night, kept going, but I knew like going to Pilates was going to reset me. And then I knew from there I could take my energy or whatever in a different path, different direction and sit down and just like have fun instead of sitting down and working again or doing something like that. It's crazy how much movement can help relax your, your brain because when you, when you move your body, it releases dopamine and endorphins. And so it helps you feel better, helps clear that anxiety and that stress. And just like, it's almost like your body's taking a giant deep breath without you like physically doing it, even though breathing is great, obviously. But like, I, I think that's really cool that you were able to recognize that and then also do it. I mean, how many people talk about doing things like that, but then never actually do it? They're like, oh, I'll get to it tomorrow or I have another day. And it's like, if you keep pushing it off, that it's only going to slowly build over time until you crack. And that's just not healthy. And I think that a lot of the times those little things of even just because you're, you know, being not on your phone is fine and there's nothing wrong with watching tv or watching a movie because even though you're not talking you're still it's still a bonding experience being with someone like that and even with yourself taking time to enjoy a show that you like i love that and this, the fact that you said sushi ew but i'm like okay that's a really pizza chick-fil-a <laughs> chick-fil-a yes <laughs> But I'm like, everybody has those, like, those are the things you love. And it's those little things that make such a difference. And it helps you relax. Yeah, 100%. Talking about how everyone relaxes differently or enjoys things differently. What would be, one, first question, what would be your ideal date night to unwind? And two, if you're listening to this, comment your ideal, like, date night idea. Because that might give people ideas. Because mine's the same. And Bryce is like, ugh. Mine's building a fort and then sleeping in it and like getting our favorite food and then watching our favorite show. I, lo- I love how Bryce is like, because Evan 
does not like eating in bed like it's his like he's like we need to eat at a table and that's I, how like, prices love eating in bed so he was like tonight we can do it <laughs> yes i even bought like little tv trays so that way it was like a mini table like, he's like not the same not the same no. like, <laughs> but you, like it's fun to find those different things and then he ended up enjoying it so much but it's like he probably wouldn't think to eat in bed right be like a fort really or whatever it is yeah he hates building forts because i'm like no it needs to be like this he's like it's gonna fall down <laughs> It's stressful in the beginning, but once it's all done, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm excited to read different people's date night or unwind ideas. Even if it's dating, like taking yourself on a date, whatever it is, I want to read them in the comments to get different ideas because I think maybe it's something we haven't thought of. Like I haven't really thought to do it before, but maybe that's a fun idea. Or it's such a like fun that. idea. It's cozy. It's messy, but it's cozy. <laughs> it's the best. 